Hello, I'm Ben. And I'm Maya. And this is the It, it Takes, Takes Two podcast. podcast. Welcome back. Um, sorry about our absence last week. We will be completely open with you. We did record an episode. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe not everything's always up to scratch. Yeah, definitely. I think we're so busy as well. It mm-hmm. comes around so quickly. I'm like, oh my God. We need to, we need to edit it quickly and then... You know, we, d- we want to put something nice out that we're proud of. Yeah. Um, you never know, in a few weeks, if we feel like we will release it, you, yeah. might, you might get a taste of what that was like. For now, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but we're back this week. I've got a bit of a sore throat. If you hear my voice break unnecessarily, that might be what it's like. How are you feeling, May? Are you up to scratch? I'm actually, I'm feeling okay. Like, I had a cough that we both did, didn't we, mm-hmm. for ages. I think it's finally gone yeah. took a while mm-hmm. but it's gone which is great because we've got auditions coming up haven't we we do for, our, for some shows that we're not allowed to talk oh, about yeah, we're not allowed to talk about no it yet, but we? a show yeah a show mm-hmm. um which came around pretty quickly it really did all of a sudden it was like auditions next friday and i was like ah. yeah so <laughs> we just sort that out this week um but yeah uh, we've got some exciting things to talk about today obviously we've got all the news going on there's some pretty cool things going yeah. on there but also this week we we uh were able to witness the opening of charlie and the chocolate factory yes. in leeds um and also the opening night of matilda the musical in the cinema yeah um so we will be talking about them this episode and giving you our thoughts reviews and all sorts related yeah. to um rolled doll this is a double doll special double doll special <laughs> i love that <laughs> <laughs> um but let's kick it off with the news one thing that really stood out to me was the um the cast announced for prince andrew the musical on channel four i know I saw it and went, that's not real. No, surely not. I can't. The hour-long musical is being broadcast next month, says What's On Stage. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's appropriate, really. I don't either. I think it's weird. And it's part of, like, the 40th anniversary celebrations of Channel 4. Wow. Well, Channel 4 does have this whole thing of being different. and Yeah, I mean, edgy. I love Channel 4. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. But uh, Prince Andrew the musical, are we making a... Uh, a musical celebrating a accused uh, assaulter. Is that really where we've gone? I just don't think... I don't know. It's Obviously, it's going to be a piss take. Yes. I mean, Bag of Chips is going to be playing Margaret Thatcher from Drag Race. That uh, is hilarious. Yeah. I think I'll have to watch it because... I think it'll be an interesting one. Yes. But I just, I don't know if it's appropriate. I don't either. Especially just... if, there's vi- if there are victims watching that yeah. thinking, what has my story just been turned into a musical. Exactly. That's what we've, people have been saying. What's the Netflix one that was on recently? Um, Is it Dharma? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one. Uh, I mean, how can that go ahead, really? When yeah. there's so many people that have been affected by it. Because I don't even think they got permission for that. Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. It's just touchy subjects i feel like i know and then making it into a musical and then for channel 4 to pick that up really quite strange really strange. unless it's just gonna be a a piss take taking the piss out of him yeah but then you've got so many things attached to that really quite strange and i feel like the queen has just died yeah do you know what i mean like it's just weird i saw it i was like that's weird no i know because we had diana the musical yeah um and that one, that didn't get the best reviews, like, musically no. and story-wise. But Diana wasn't really a controversial character, so I think, fair enough, it was a really bad musical. But, yeah. you know, I didn't see any problem with it being a thing. No, no. 
whereas this just does not seem ideal and also the fact it's a tv one yeah uh, it's quite interesting why would you i know i feel like i don't really see many tv musical things at the moment no that are just made for tv um i think we'll give it a watch yeah we'll, we'll do a see. little review i don't know when it's announced it's oh next next month i was gonna say it's giving christmas christmas that's just weird though yeah like they've turned prince andrew's story into like a christmas musical christmas special um, that's truly bizarre but yeah, we'll give her a little review on that. Indeed. Don't think it'll be good. Yeah. But speaking of good reviews, mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz, Angeloid Webber's The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yes. I was told to say that. <laughs> um, at the Curve Leicester, got uh-huh. a five-star review on What's On Stage. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, apparently, it took four years of planning, and it's just really different, like quirky designs. Um, the witches apparently on motorbikes. Yes, I've seen. Yeah. The, I've got the pictures up here. Um maybe i don't yes i do there we go um the pictures look very cool galinda is like wearing a pink leather jacket and yeah they all look like waitresses it looks very cool very very different did yeah. you see it in london i've never seen wizard of oz no i saw it the production of it where they you know angelo jobber's love for those tv programs yeah. over the rainbow um i did love that yes uh the winner of that obviously we saw her in the show it was at the palladium i think maybe 2013 yeah it was a while ago now yeah so i really enjoyed that one um so it's i do really love what the curve do of how different they make things yeah but also i was looking at some of the pictures and i did think wow that looks very different Mm. um and especially for like people who know the show well i can imagine them thinking that looks very very different yeah but i think it's one of those things it's it's a story that's been going for so long now yeah. that I kind of like that people are switching it up. And mm-hmm. I do want to see things that are different now. That's so true. Um, otherwise, I might just get sick of it. <laughs> I know, I know. It looks really, it looks very, very cool. Like the the set looks so stylized and colour-wise, it looks perfect. Yeah. Um, and because I saw Billy there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the difference between that and uh, the West End one is crazy but yeah it kind of like because i'm from the area it was set in it felt a lot it felt a lot more close to home like yeah. it felt a lot more like that so maybe the the production team behind it have got really cool ideas and you know you gotta see it to believe it yeah i know i've, I've never seen a show at the curve it's so annoying because i just mm-hmm. feel like it's so hard to get to I, yes. I wish and i feel like they tend to do a show there and kind of that's it yeah like i feel like they only tore a few things uh-huh. i just I just wish they toured. Like, I wish they toured Billy Elliot because I, I didn't know. get to see it and I just feel like that's a chance gone now. I know, that would have been crazy. I mean, it was kind of purposely built for the theatre. Like, yeah. the, the set and everything was perfect. Um, but no, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see it and how different the music is and stuff. Yeah. Well, there's um, a few cast members in it were in Angeloid Webber's Cinderella. Um, oh. So that's really cool that they've kind of stuck okay. to Angeloid Webber's show yeah, after all the drama. I know, that is um, So Georgina Anura, I think it's pronounced. Is she playing Dorothy? She's playing Dorothy and she was the understudy for Carrie Hope Fletcher um, in Cinderella. Ah. Uh, I didn't see her, but I heard she was incredible. Right. Um, like, just as good as Carrie, I think. Like, yeah. uh-huh. um, but they said on the reviews that she had a beautiful voice and she did Dorothy perfectly. Mm-hmm. And the guy playing the lion... Giovanni Spano, I think. Right. Um, he's been in like so many Angeloid Webber shows. Like he was in Whistle Down the Wind when he was a little kid, <laughs> and like he's been in like Jesus Christ Superstar. He oh. did Cinderella. 
And now he's in like Andrew Lloyd Webber's That's so cool. um, Wizard of Oz as well. So the costumes look really cool. Yeah. Like the lion in particular. I saw that picture of him in the lion costume. I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, yeah. is that cats? <laughs> I know, yeah. Like the one with the this one with the um the when they're in the wizard's lair mm. and stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, I like that. Mm. The colours look great. Yeah. I do love the Wizard of Oz story though. Oh, I do. Uh-huh. And then Wicked obviously came from there. I think I would love to like go back to when the film came out and like watch the audience see the film come into colour. I feel like that would have yeah. been like such a great moment to watch. Mm-hmm. I would just love to see that. Wicked's going back on tour, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I want to catch that. I know, I've not seen it in so long. Yeah. Um, I have seen it twice, but I've just not seen it in ages, and I think I just need a Wicked refresh. <laughs> of course. I need a bit of Wicked in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on the news? 42nd Street's coming on tour again. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh-huh. I'd quite like to see that in person. I saw it on um, like one of the live screens they do, you know, yeah. the cinema ones. Um. I would love to be in a show like that, tap, tapping and stuff. Oh, yeah. So is fun. it one of those shows, because I don't really know much about it, but is it one of those shows where it's more like about the spectacular yes, part definitely. of it rather than the story? Yes. Yeah. There's obviously a story to it. Yeah. But I cannot remember, remember it for the life the of me. <laughs> um, but I remember how it looked. Yeah. And all of that. And the songs are like fun and yeah. like the tap numbers. Oh, Just yeah. amazing. Very cool show. I'll try and catch that one. Um, something else that's coming on tour is The King and I. Oh. Which didn't... I wasn't very pleased when I saw that. No. Because I went to see it. It was one of the last shows I saw before lockdown, which okay. is so disappointing. Yeah. Um, I saw it in The Empire in Liverpool. And I don't know... I remember liking the film when I was a kid. But I think it's just because I was young. Yeah. But the show was just so... They're like The act two, there was a whole like 15-minute number of like a show within a show. Oh, so I know like the they were performing mm-hmm. for the king or yeah. something. It was going on for ages. I was like, does this have anything to do with the plot line? Literally. Um, but really interesting, we were talking about it in uni. And obviously it's set in Thailand. And yeah. um, Ing next to me is from Thailand. And she mm-hmm. started getting a bit emotional. And I was like, oh, you all right? And she went, it's just really like disrespectful that this musical is on because it's actually banned in thailand yeah uh-huh. because it's really disrespectful to their king um because the king is based on a real king in thailand mm-hmm. and his son as well yeah and the way the king dies in the king and i is Isn't like it not true either he just like dies yeah. of like nothing and she was like that's so disrespectful yeah it's really weird when because i know we've talked a lot about um topics like orientalism in musical theater yeah um and so shows like the Mikado, which is like an old GNS one yeah. from the 1800s, um, kind of took stories that existed, like, you know, like myths and stuff like that, and put them in a, an Eastern setting yeah. because they felt exotic to that kind of audience. Um, but when you take a real story that already exists and portray it in a way like that, it doesn't feel like appropriate when you're not from that, yeah. place to write like that um and i think what we were also talking about the the lady who plays the nanny i've you know i'm not that well versed in the show yeah the lady who plays that role um was half asian as well i think yeah and the, but that was never told and it was I don't always think a so. white lady. yeah really weird show i think it's one of those that really isn't necessary anymore yeah also it's one of my least favorite shows as well the fact that it's going on tour again who needs it? I think the lady next to me was asleep. 
I, I, yeah, I think she was asleep. Wow. Um, but they've got a celebrity playing the lead, uh, Helen George. Helen George. She was know. in. She's in Call the Midwife, and she's been in it for a very long time right. now. I think it's the only thing I have seen her in. Okay. Quite a good actress. I didn't know she did musical theatre. Uh-huh. Um, she was on like Strictly and stuff. Yeah. Um. So if I did see it, I'd be interested to see what she was like. Yeah. Um. But I just think it's bizarre that a musical about Thailand that is banned. In Thailand, in Thailand is being shown. That is really true. Um, I don't know. I don't know that many songs. I know getting to know you. Yeah, that's a nice that song. As a child. Um, um, but, but yeah, not... probably won't go and watch that one. Agreed. Um, something else. Rocky Horror Show is returning to London. I love that show. No, I've never seen it, and I Have really, really want to. Oh, I saw it when it toured. I think Dom Jolly was the narrator. Yeah, they always have a famous kind yeah. of person, don't they? It's really cool. What a cult show. Yeah, I just really want to see it because obviously the audience get involved in like costumes. Yeah. And... Well, there's loads of like props you're supposed to bring and stuff, but when I went, they confiscated them. Oh, why? Like fully, just confiscate. I don't know. I can't remember why. Oh, weird. It's like you're not allowed that in. It's for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always a few people who know, like, the lines you're supposed to shout back and yeah. stuff. There's, like, this one, because I watched, like, the screening of it. Right. And this is one that's, like, oh, what's the best Lionel Richie song? And the character comes out and goes, hello. Oh, I just okay. thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. There's some really cool moments in that show. Yeah. Um, but it's got, you know, R.A. Aduba. Do you know who that is? I, I've heard the name. He won, like, Strictly. Okay. And he was, like... He's a news presenter. Oh, but, I, yes, Yeah, I he was a news him. presenter, but then he went on Strictly and won it and got, like, more famous. Right, okay. Um, but he's playing Brad. Okay. Um, but I remember... Because his partner, um, Joanne Clifton on Strictly... Yeah. She does loads of musicals as well. Oh. Um, and his partner on Strictly, not his partner in real life. Yeah. And so I went to see her in Thorley Modern Millie. Uh-huh. And Ari had come oh, to... Oh, I know. Yeah, do yes, you know who I mean I know now? who you mean, because I saw her in that as well. And Ari came to watch it the night we were there. Right. And, like, me and my friend are, like, big Strictly fans. And we were only, like, quite young. And yeah. he was, like, sitting, like, behind <gasps> us. And we just went, Ari! And we, like, ran towards him. We, like, asked for a picture. And he was so nice. Oh, my like, God. He was really, really nice. Um, and he's done a lot of musicals since... Really? Since Strictly. Because he did, like, curtains and stuff and... Oh. I just think for a news presenter, yeah, not bad going. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was... Well, I saw that production of Throwing Him on Millie. Yeah. And uh, we had the understudy for Joanne Clifton. I mean, oh, right. I didn't know her that well, so... The person we saw was still great in my eyes. But there's a few, like, you know, grey haired audience members yeah. um, around me who were rather upset that we weren't seeing um, oh, yeah. Strictly member. But uh, I mean, she's an incredible dancer, but I don't think her voice is anything special. Okay. Um, For a show like that as well. I yeah, think. her dancing is uh-huh. spot on, though. And mm. her, bro- um, her brother, Kevin, does all the musicals as well. Wow. Yeah, they're really both doing there. it. They both left Strictly to do musical That's theater. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. I would too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try and go watch that one. Mm-hmm. I know Haley. God, everyone's got surnames I can never pronounce. <laughs> I know Haley Flaherty. Yes. I'm good. Has I've said that right? Yes. She's playing Janet. I feel like she's done it quite a lot. Okay. Hasn't she? I think she was on the screen in that I watched. Yeah. Um, damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go and try and watch that one. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I say it like every year and just never go. Yeah, it's a hard one to get to. Um, anything else you've missed? Well, um, 
Merrily We Roll Along has just had its first few shows in, on Broadway, hasn't yes. it? With Daniel um, Radcliffe. It came up on my like Facebook suggested like a little mm. selfie of the three of them together. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, who else is in that? It's got... So it's Jonathan Mer- Groff, Lindsay Mendes and Daniel Radcliffe. Wow. They're the trio. That's amazing. Really re- random trio, but like, oh my God, I want to see it so yeah, badly because I love all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought the picture, like Daniel Radcliffe looks so funny. Like he just looked like dead tiny oh. next to the two of them. Oh. Um, I'd love to see that. I hope they do like a screening or something. Like yeah. they film that. Well, is it going to come over to, I swear someone, maybe I am absolutely just telling lies or spilling really juicy gossip, but I swear someone has told me a secret that it's coming to the West End. Really? Mm-hmm. I've not heard that. But if it if it was excellent news, yes, agreed. I mean I don't, I couldn't imagine it be the same cast. No, surely not. I mean if Jonathan Groff came to the West End, oh my god, I'd be front at the queue, yeah. trying to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like same as like Jeremy Jordan. When Jeremy Jordan came, I was like, I need to get tickets. If Jonathan Groff came to the West End, oh my god, I'd cry. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's done it, but mm-hmm. I just want to see Daniel Radcliffe in a musical. I yeah. feel like he's, he's, like, not that good, but I just love him. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you seen the video of him at the Tony Awards doing um, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying? Yes, I have. It's so cute. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, not great, but the amount of effort he puts he in. He like, he tries so hard. It's funny. And I kind of love it. And he's so tiny. Oh. Love him. Danny. I know. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Oklahoma is transferring to the West End from the Young Vic. Yeah. Yes. So initial counts, uh, initial cast for the West End has been announced. Um, I'm not. I don't recognise anyone, but uh, maybe that's a good thing. We've got some new people. Yeah. On the scene. I think. It, I, I do think in the recent production, there was someone I knew in it. There was someone from Doctor Who. Okay. It's you know our teacher Dermot. Yeah. It's the one that he knows that like. Oh yeah. Because he like worked on yes. Doctor Who. I think he was in it. Cool. But I don't know if it's, like, the same production of their, like... Right. But I just... I remember seeing pictures and being like, oh, there's the guy from Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, like, cool. Rory or something. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I know he was in the recent one. I don't know if he's come to the West End or... Okay, yeah. But I remember Dermot saying that he was, like, going with Matt Smith to, like, watch it. That's funny. <laughs> um, but I, I would like to see Oklahoma. I mean, we were, like, learning about it the other day yeah. in uni. The song's catchy. Yeah, we watched some clips of... Um, when um Hugh Jackman was in yes, it. Yes, oh, I forget his name there. <laughs> Hugh Jackman when he was in it at the National Theatre. He's an interesting one. He really is. Um that looked like an interesting production, that National yeah, Theatre. Yeah, it one. looked cool. Very like minimalistic set. Yeah. Um the thing is Hugh Jackman is like sometimes like oh I'm like, oh he's not great, but I just love him as a person. He seems like <laughs> such a nice guy. Yeah. I can't I hate know. him. I know. Um but I feel like Oklahoma's such it was such a big musical for its time. And I think that's mm-hmm. why it's so iconic. Yeah, but we always talk about it being the start of the golden age yeah. of musical theatre when everything just was in its prime. I know, and like carousel, brigadoon, mm-hmm. like they just wanted to do like what Oklahoma did. Yes. And I think I, I just I need to see it to be like, wow, this yeah, is like the musical why. that started Golden Age. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so to end on all that lovely news this week, uh, there's a very interesting article on What's On Stage called Matilda On Stage and Screen, 12 Differences Between the Two. Nice. Um, on Friday, we went to watch um, 
the new Matilda musical film at the cinema, which was yes. very nice. It was a nice group of us went. Um, and yeah, it was really interesting, actually. Yeah. A lot of... I think we were talking about it not... Um, Try, wondering if it's going to copy the stage or the screen or if it'll be a blend of the two and I think it was its own thing yeah I really really liked it yeah it was obviously based off the musical more but there was a lot in it that I was like oh, I can see that that's completely new concepts and stuff yeah um, like the opening the way they had all of that the, the revolving like, cake or cake whatever thing, that was yeah <laughs> the thing. that was really cool um, but yeah there's some cool differences on here um, the fact that Michael isn't in it I know. Matilda's brother. I was a little bit shocked by that, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not really missing didn't, him. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It. Yeah, fair enough. Um, they said about the library on wheels, the fact that she's on a bus. Yeah. I thought that was quite cute, though. And I thought that was... it. You know, I think it added to the story for some reason. They did it for some reason. I don't yes. know what, but yeah. I quite enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, it was nice. Got more scenery. Yeah, yeah, that could have been it. Escapism. Yeah. Um, they've said about Rudolfo being removed, which was the uh, which was her mum's uh, salsa partner, oh. because Loud is is this not is in it. This is what my friend was talking about. He was saying that Loud had been removed, and I couldn't remember what number yeah. it was. But... So yeah, because in the show, Matilda has a song called Quiet. She sings in the second half, but in the first half, her mum sings a song called Loud. Ah, uh-huh. that makes more sense now. Yes, it's been a while a, since I've seen the musical. Yeah, so the big, that straight away shows the disparity between them yeah. two. Um, but I love that song, it's so cool. Yeah. I don't think we got enough of the mum. Both parents, yeah. really, because Telly was... I know, yeah, they've said, mention about Telly being, they've turned, turned that Telly off, they've said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Telly was not in there. I'm really sad that mm. Telly wasn't in it. But if you think about it, that song is directed to the audience. I, I was thinking that, like, how would you... Yeah, because I saw that when I went, um, I saw this show in New York in, in 2013, um, and I me and my dad were at the bar, and then heard... Uh, Mr. Wum would start singing so we had to rush back in always oh, it start again it was just like a mini pre-show thing yeah um, but it was really cool uh, but yeah I kind of missed their songs I don't think we got enough of the parents like no. you said well I was thinking to myself because they sang a little bit at the beginning yes I was like are they singers mm. is, is that maybe why they cut the songs out maybe like... but it kind of really just they, they did cut quite a bit out of the start as well like, yeah that really sets up the show because isn't the mum's dance partner, what's his name again? Uh, Rudolfo. I think he's meant to be in the he's, beginning yeah, as well. I know, there was, there's a lot missing. Um, but yeah, so like, also on here they've put, oh, this is so true, they've put bye-bye swings. They don't, they're not on the swings and when I grow up. I was, I was speaking to someone about this, I said, as much as I loved their version of when I grow up, I was like, oh, but I, I miss the swings. The swings were gorgeous. Yeah, I love the way in the musical they come out into the audience and you're all, they're almost above you. Yeah, um, I like love they, that. Especially, they had so much nice sort of sky yeah, scenery. It was in the very film forestry and that they could have done something yeah. really nice with the swings. And they were they, like, there was plenty of room for it because there was like, there's one bit. Obviously, they were climbing a tree. Yeah, so it's like I'll be tall enough to reach the branches that I need to reach yeah. to the you know um, they could have had a few like even just a tyre swing in there or something, yeah, a literally. swing in a tree you know I would have loved that I but... did love the little boy though on the mo- motorbike oh, when that he was like gorgeous. did like a wheelie literally. that was hilarious I it think was he was lovely. my favourite kid yeah <laughs> it was nice they also got rid of Pathetic which is what um, which... J- uh, Miss Honey sings Knock on the door, Ginny. Yeah, I think I know which one you mean. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, There's a really uh, big talky bit she goes on about 
remember trying to memorize when I was like 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really miss that song when she's just stood outside. There's a lot they took out, but if I'm being honest, I think this is what I was thinking about when I was watching it. The reason that quite a lot of the time musical films don't really click with us is because of the fact they take things out that we like. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with them, they didn't take out the wrong things. Yeah. Um, like 13 did. <laughs> like, yes, exactly like 13 did. They kept the, the main... Like, if, they've got, if they'd got rid of either Naughty or Quiet... Yeah, I or Revolt and Children. Literally. Actually, like, it would have been so please. annoying, you know? Um, I think because I hadn't seen the musical in a while, I'd forgot about some of those songs yeah um so i wasn't completely angry yeah uh-huh there was it also says mafia mania on here i remember um being absolutely blown away at the end of the show because they do mention about how uh, mr wormwood sells those cars to mafia oh, men, yeah <laughs> and they come in and start to like invade the house and matilda can speak russian um, oh my god i do not remember that. yeah matilda can speak <laughs> russian so she goes up and starts talking to them like this 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 leave me alone yeah and when we watched it on broadway um do you know hereditary the film yes the girl in that oh she was yes millie shapiro yeah i saw her and she was like 11 at the time this is like incredible performer and she got up there and was just talking russian <laughs> like what else what can't she do i know Crazy. Well, the girl in the film i mean do you know she's irish in real life yeah I heard and she that. put um a british accent on for the film that's amazing like i'm trying to learn to do an irish accent at the moment i'm yeah. like oh my god can't even do it not at all and it's she's hard. how old i don't know putting an rp on she was just so good Incredible. perfect casting and you know the way sometimes like children can be like a bit hit or miss yeah. acting i she wasn't she cringe was at all give that child an oscar um i think some of them might have been like a bit like yeah, yeah but she was just uh -huh. i loved her apparently they are all west end kids yeah i looked at there's an article on where you might have recognized them from yeah every single that. one has a credit to their name well the girl with the red beret mm -hmm. you know the one who's gone viral on yeah. like tiktok and twitter uh -huh. she was actually in cats the movie like the musical movie wow i don't know who she was but that's incredible being in two musical movies at that age and um the boy playing bruce was gavroche wow on you know lame is yeah um so they've all they've all they've been all there, been there and done they've had better careers than we have <laughs> <laughs> um that's really cool though there's a, it says this little thing at the end about the um, small little tinkerings they got rid of um the line dwarf named zeke in in the smell of rebellion you know when she has her like dream sequence about there being yeah. no children they changed dwarf to parrot and i was like fair enough to be fair why are we talking you know yeah, it's maybe yeah. not the nicest term maybe not um but there were a few where my friend who was watching it with me was like pc brigade um because at the start when mrs wormwood finds out she's pregnant the doctor's like Mrs. Wormwood, have you not like have you not realised your um your and she goes fat? Yeah. Am, am I fat or something? And, and like they got rid of that line. Yeah. Like, like, you don't, you didn't They're need really to. trying to be careful. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. And there was also like uh, when um, Matilda like insults Miss Trunchbull after Smell of Rebellion, she calls her a fat bully or something. Like, yeah. And they got rid of that. And obviously, I'm not like precious about words, but you know, there's certain things that. Like, for the sake of it, didn't need to be changed. Yeah, but I think, like, these days, you can get cancelled on anything. Mm -hmm. So they're probably just trying to be safe. Cover their backs. Why yeah. not? Fair enough. 
Uh-huh. I mean, because to, it's a kids' film as well, they're like, let's not influence. Yeah, anyone. but they changed. Yeah, they've yeah, changed quite know. a bit. Um, I wonder what Tim mentioned thinks of it. Whether he's proud of his writing. I'm sure he would. I'm presuming he would have had a lot of say in it. Yeah. I presume. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love Tim Minchin so Me much. Me too. It um, was really, really cool. I, I was really impressed with it, and I did yeah. have quite a big sob. I did. Yeah. It was the I think what really, really got me was the story she was telling yeah. about the well i'm gonna say spoilers now yeah. <laughs> guys maybe don't listen to this but miss honey's parents yeah. the story of miss honey's parents kept getting me it's really I, I always forget about that i bit always forget about that bit i know i watched it when we first watched it again on broadway uh, just <laughs> drop that in again um we had no clue what to expect really because we yeah. only knew the film we'd heard it. it was great i i'd sung um when I grow up in like when I'm in my first professional job yeah it like in a Christmas panto yeah I was 10 and I sang that with um with this girl and it was it was like lovely whatever so we knew this we, yeah we knew the I, show. I sang that in like year seven like yeah. Christmas show yeah exactly <laughs> um so we knew that song and then like listened to some of the others yeah and then yeah, I went to see it and it was just like blew us away that, but especially that story that just wove in into yeah, it. Yeah, because I didn't, because I, I, I didn't remember it either and I was kind of watching the film going, where's this going? This is like a lot of detail yeah. for just like a made up story. And then when it all like linked to Miss Honey, I was like, oh my God, this is so emotional. I'm yeah. so, the bit in the stairs oh. when like she was at the bottom of the stairs. Don't cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he was a great actor, the one playing the dad. Yeah. It was just really getting me. It really was. It was so sad. And Miss Honey singing My House. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't sure about her at first. I was like, oh, your acting's yeah. just not doing it for me. But it then, did seem very much like that, yeah. But then when she was singing, I was like, oh, you know yeah. what? She does, her voice is very pure and heartfelt yeah. and I was like I quite like her. and I like the connection between yeah, her and Matilda I also think um, Quiet really hit me differently this yeah. time around I had had a stressful day to be fair um, <laughs> but like just she stood there taking all this from Miss Honey I mean sorry from Miss Trunchbull screaming at her all of her parents and then all of a sudden everything just calms down and she's flying in a hot air balloon I love that the sky bit. above the clouds I was like Matilda can you take me with you please <laughs> I wanted to be up there. <laughs> I just wanted to be there. Oh, and there was so literally, there was, I know, I just was like actually sat there sobbing like yeah. Matilda, relatable, please let me be up there. I know. And there was people behind us laughing. I was so annoyed. I know. I was like, it's not funny. She's having a hard time. Because the, the cinema went quiet. And uh-huh. I think that's what made people giggle. I was like, yeah. no, let me enjoy this moment. Literally, I know. And I was just like, like sobbing. Oh, I love voice breaks, so I'm going to say that. I was just sobbing and, you know, it just hit, hit too hard. I know. Such a good note. She just sang it so well. Mm-hmm. I see 10 out of 10, that actress. Really, really great. Um, also, that song, the new song at the end. Was that a new song? Yes. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. I was just like, this must be new. It didn't really sound like it fit with the rest of the show. I'm not going to be honest, but I loved it nonetheless. Yeah. It was a lovely little ending. Mm-hmm. Something about holding my hand. Or... Yeah. The, the whole ending, I can't remember the musical. Like, how does it end? Because I'm presuming that's not the way the musical ends. The whole chains and no, that's not in it. So in the show, it's just um, the chalkboard freaks around. Right. Okay. That's I enough. love that bit. Yeah. It's like from the original film as yeah, well. Yes, really cool. The chalkboard absolutely psychs her out, and then yeah. and then uh, Bruce sings "Revolting Children" yeah. straight away. I'm pretty sure that scene was just. Mm-hmm. But they put that. I think I was reading up about it, and it said that they 
they think they put that bit in there because it was like we couldn't do this on the stage yeah how can we let's use some cgi which was it was really cool like the fact that it was a replica of um magnus magnus wasn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. i really like that and the, the use of his hat and stuff maybe yeah like, well he's here uh, it was really cool. i think that just the chalkboard wasn't enough mm-hmm. for a film i think yeah. there needed to be something else that would make her leave yeah and that was very big and over the top so that was really really good yeah and all those chokies as well that she'd made they were terrifying was dark wasn't it I was like, if i was a child right now i'd be so scared Literally. but at the same time i think that's Good, I think children should be a little yeah. bit scared. It was a bit creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I, that. Because maybe when they're older, they'd be like, I was so scared of Matilda yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I wonder what kids... Because I, I was in a shop yesterday and I heard um, someone saying to the till like, about their child, oh, we're going to watch Matilda the Musical, the film tomorrow. Yeah. I was I wonder if that child had seen the, the original, original or the stage show. If that's so, if, if that's a child's first... Um, interaction with Matilda I think that's quite cool yeah it's really interesting as well though that like the original movie is like American and this mm. is like British so I yeah. feel like that really like separates the two and why it feels like two completely different films that's a good point I kind of like it British yeah well they did make the, the kids uh, on Broadway do British accents oh did they yeah yeah uh-huh. um, some of them were a bit choice <laughs> <laughs> um, it's but- so hard to do a British accent though when you're American I, I feel like the other way around I know because um, we have so much American media. Yeah. Um, what What did you What did you think of Miss Trunchbull? Miss Trunchbull. It was uh, Emma Thompson, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think Emma Thompson did a really good job, but with the characters such as Miss Trunchbull, it's hard to make it your own. It um, is. So we have like Pam Ferris and the person who played it on uh, the West End originally, like both incredible act actors. Um, and obviously so is Emma Thompson, but playing a role that people know synonymously as like this yeah. uh, over-the-top, crazy, insane lady, yeah. it's hard to uh, compete with. I think she did a very good job of what she had. Mm-hmm. She gave it her all, but I think I'll always love Pam Ferris. Yeah, me too. I'll never get over that. I think, obviously I think Danny DeVito like directed that one, I think. Mm-hmm. What he did with that character was just so good. Yeah. I think... Because she didn't have a song to, like, introduce herself. She exactly. did it all just as a, an actor. And yeah. I think that is, like, Miss Trunchbull in my eyes. But, but I still loved what Emma yeah. Thompson did. I think Hammer, the, the yeah. song, wasn't my favourite. No, it wasn't my favourite. Um, I think also, like, movement-wise, she felt a bit stagnant at one point. Like, mm. she just stood with her hands clasped for, like, an entire verse yeah. as if she was throwing the hammer. Um, there could have been more done with that. I'm not sure if I liked too much the uh, the use of all the TV screens. I thought, like, you know, when she, in her in her office she just had all the TV yes. screens she was watching? I thought that was... Obviously, they have that in the musical. Um, but they used it to kind of show all the kids singing and stuff and I didn't I wasn't the biggest fan of that. Yeah. Um what do you think of her? Yeah, I think I mean I don't really remember that kind of that in the musical. Uh-huh. But I think something I would have liked is a more dramatic introduction to the character, yeah. I think. Um and obviously you know the bit where she kind of grabs the pigtails Amanda that felt Thrift. a bit fast i think yeah or is in the musical it's more like wow uh-huh. oh my god definitely <laughs> this is so tense it felt like co- like obviously it's funny but it felt there purely for comic reasons yeah instead of like terrifying reasons what's really interesting is seeing it as a film is like oh my god this school is like horrible <laughs> isn't it it felt very well done yeah I think, at school um 
But what would you give it out of 10 then? Hmm. Um, I actually haven't given it a review on my film page. Oh, yeah. I'll plug my cinema review account here yeah. for the first time. Uh, on Instagram, it's it's called Ben Cinema Journal. All one word. Um, but I haven't reviewed it on there yet, so yeah. I would be able to compl- uh, say. But I think I'm going to give it uh, ooh, an eight or nine. I'm thinking the same. Yeah, because it was it was so incredible and I loved yeah. it. But I think there was a few, like, maybe story issues and a few, like, uh, visual issues, like CGI-wise. Yeah. It did look a bit normal sometimes, a bit basic sometimes. Like, there's, they had a seagull on the roof while Matilda was just doing a handstand. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very obviously CGI. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, purely for those reasons, I'd give I'd it... I'd agree. Yeah, an eight or a nine. I need to decide, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think an eight. I think the musical's a ten out of ten. Yes, the musical I mean? is unbeatable. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so good. Um, but yes, do recommend. I feel like we spoiled quite a lot of it. Yeah, so sorry maybe, about that. If feel free to turn us off halfway exactly. through if that was too much for Exactly, you. <laughs> go and have a watch. Um but we did we've been talking about it every week. Every week. But we finally went to go and watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at yeah. Leeds Playhouse. Yes. Uh, we did go at different times. We mm-hmm. are we are going to go back together. Mm-hmm. Um, more like in December, January, yeah. aren't we? Because we we caught it whilst it was in previews. Yeah. Um, because it's obviously such a new a new production. It hasn't been done ever, anywhere for about three years. I think people have said, um, it's been a big a big project to undertake. Uh, yeah, definitely. And so putting it out straight away it's obviously not going to be your finished product necessarily that's why previews exist so we saw it during previews so we know that the next time we go it probably won't be the same yeah i think it'll definitely be a lot of it will have changed yes but uh we thought we would give it an honest review yeah for you guys since we were so um eager to see it yeah um maybe we could start talking about charlie because i think charlie really stood out for me yeah definitely because who did you have i saw amelia minto oh, um, was she good yeah one of the females because it's two female charlies and two male charlies which i think is really cool yeah definitely um she was excellent she was uh the young eponine i think in limis oh, yeah. so you know yeah. <laughs> the kid. um but she was incredible she i i really will say this with chess i think she was the star of the show really uh, her, absolutely blew me away it's so annoying that there's like different charlies so i just want to watch them all i know because who did you see and well end? i it, it well we had, i had kayleen um but bless her i think she wasn't feeling too well so noah came on for act two right i mean they were both really good i, I didn't she didn't seem like she was ill in any way but uh-huh. you know children and priority do you know what i mean you yeah. got to make sure they're all right exactly. um both are really good i think it's incredible the fact that noah could just come on and do act two really like cool. without any prep i mean it was only the second show wow do you know what i mean he probably hadn't done one or yeah, two you know what i mean you know. so the fact that he came on was really and he was really really good he kept like his geordie accent and oh, it was just really nice. cute oh i love that yeah it was really i think charlie was really really great um i found it a bit strange that the other kids were played by uh adults did you yes i think because like they just didn't look like kids to yeah. me um so like violet well, that's uh, what they did in the west end is it yeah are you sure because that's how it was written yeah because my a few of my friends auditioned for veruca and, Vi- and violet oh maybe not then i swear because i remember watching some tv program and it was about one of the boys who was auditioning for augustus and got it oh maybe i'm wrong i thought because oh maybe it's the broad i don't know i thought it, it was broadway. 
they were all played by smaller adults right. and Charlie was played by a kid to make him actually look like more oh, tiny. Oh, that and, makes sense. Because um, the reason I like it is because I'm like, I'm small. Yeah. And I want to be in that show. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, I know, like, I, I only found that out in the interval when I read their bios in the programme. But, uh, yeah... They were obviously really great. Yeah, um, um like Veruca was like dead tiny, wasn't mm-hmm. she? She was good. But in general, because I remember watching it in London, and I wasn't the biggest fan. To be fair, um, I think because the songs weren't that memorable visually wise, it was such a spectacle. Yeah, uh-huh, you know, it was so cool to look at. I yeah. think they had to rebuild the theatre for it and stuff. Uh, oh because wow! Because it was that big. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why, if I'm being perfectly honest, it didn't. It didn't hit home to me, this production, because it looked a bit small. Um, the Leeds Playhouse uh, stage is not small at all. It's it's perfect size for shows because I saw uh, Little Night Music there and they had yeah. a full-size fountain and stuff. It was great, but this felt a bit small to me, I think, for such a show. Yeah, but at the same time, because I know that I saw that it's coming to the Empire in Liverpool, which is a massive stage. Right. I don't know if like all those visual projections they had are gonna look good on like a giant stage yeah maybe i think that that might be the issue with it is that the set wasn't up to scratch because um obviously if you haven't seen it you wouldn't know it's it's uh it's a lot of it is done through an an led screen on the back of the stage and on the floor which looks very cool yeah it's visually stunning it looks great but for the type of show it is i don't know if it works i think some bits were great so you know the bit with the elevator yeah they, they were great cool. they were really cool but i think the bit where we entered the chocolate factory for the first time it was just a tree uh-huh it didn't strike me at all like when you think of the film the tim burton film with johnny depp is gorgeous yeah that first Even the gene wilder one like, oh yeah the, the forest original. they go through the forest everything's edible those bright vivid colors yeah. everything is stunning and it was all on a screen it was all a background yeah and it just reminded me of when i was um in a pantomime when i was younger and we did jack and the beanstalk and the beanstalk was just lights it was just yeah. a projection and it just like little things like that kind of take away from the magic a bit i think because they had they were doing like magic tricks and pulling like um lollies and yeah, stuff, yeah. flowers from mid- from nowhere which was really cool and it kind of brought out a bit of the, the actual kinesthetic element of it you yeah. can actually touch things but it didn't it didn't read as well as i, I was hoping yeah that was a bit where I was like, oh no, that, that didn't work for uh-huh. me. I wanted something spectacular yeah. to come on stage. Because with the chocolate river, it felt a bit silly. Yeah. Because it was all it was all just projection. It was all just on the floor and, and Augustus was just rolling around. I know. Good acting. Yeah. Augustus. He <laughs> had done his movement. Um, but I think the that the set let him down on that one. Definitely. But it was weird because in other ones it was fine. Like in the squirrel scene, you had the big set pieces. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> The giants. Yeah, there was some really cool stuff, but um, it didn't read well enough for me to think. Okay, I can I can look past it a little bit. Yeah, and not see it like as you know because it was very well stylized. I thought they had a great um, a great artistic direction to it. Yeah, definitely. And and the projections that I mean the uh, the CGI stuff they had was very slick. It was clearly yeah. very expensive and yeah uh-huh. um but maybe i think they should have spent the money in other places yeah because it seems like some parts 
seemed like they had a really high budget and then yeah. some parts seemed like they had a really low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also like good to look at the fact that the story itself yes. wasn't great. Yes, For, musically wise. It, the idea of it being musical is, is perfect. It, yeah. it seems like such a great show well, for Well, the it. original films are musical. Yeah. Um, not my favourite no. like, music ever, but um, I just feel like the whole of Act One was getting to know the kids and mostly charlie yeah and when you think about it right in the in london all of their songs would double the length were they when veruca says boom yeah that went that they were all full length songs and they They did seem really short they were really short but then i was like okay but what's actually happening yeah in the meantime yeah so that was a bit strange the change they also had a lot of maybe it was down to direction or just the script there was a lot of moments of silence mm. which felt really awkward yeah we were sat for at least like 10 seconds doesn't seem long but in the theater if you're silent for 10 seconds it felt like eternity. and it felt like it was just charlie's grandparents going oh yes so yeah having, just like mumbling having in the to background <laughs> to cover it up yeah there was one bit where they were like oh come and get your cabbage soup for tea yeah and then it just fell silent yeah I did really, really like the actors who played the grandparents. They were cool, yeah. And they also double-casted as the the kids' parents as well. Yeah. And I, like, only realised that, like, halfway through. I was like, oh, my God, they were, like, in the bed two seconds ago. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I thought that was good. But I just felt like those scenes in Charlie Bucket's house were so long and introducing the kids, which I felt like was the most exciting part because yes. it was a different scene. Exactly. It was so short. Yeah, it felt a bit stagnant. They were just sat there. I do want to mention, though, something which I think should have been thought out better. When we introduce Willy Wonka in the house, they just talk about him. Yes. They, there is no visual. And for a show such as this, you really need to show and not tell. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's like a two-minute song. No, sorry, a I get two, sorry, separate songs about one about Willy Wonka himself and one about um, Prince Pondicherry, which isn't necessary to the musical. It's, it's in the film, but they're both quite long songs about Willy Wonka and this and this and this. When I think a child would like to see what Willy Wonka looks like. So we know who we're talking about. Or at least like a bit more, kind of the mystery to it because I think what I really love about the Johnny Depp one mm-hmm. is it goes like back in time doesn't yeah. it and it's like only half his face or something yes I, I quite like that that's really but true. I think something that really really got on my nerves was the actual introduction to Willy Wonka uh-huh I, I feel like no one acknowledged the fact that we hadn't seen Willy Wonka in years yes like no one has seen him in years okay like no one's heard from him and he just comes out and belts and he just came out yeah and i felt like there was no anticipation what i love about like the gene wilder version do you know when like everyone goes dead silent because they're waiting for him to come out yeah and he comes out as like an old oh, man yes and, and he like, does like fall, a like a front flip roll, or something. Yeah. yeah and it's like whoa he's back he's back yeah there was just none of that yeah i think when the, the guy playing willy wonka came out i went is he introducing willy wonka Wow. Like, I was, I d- I was just confused. Uh-huh. So I think the pacing on that was way too... We were waiting for him for ages, and he came out too quickly. That's really interesting. Yeah, it does. I think it would have been cool, I don't know, if 
like maybe a shadow came out first or I don't know, yeah, just something. Yeah, because they had that like, I mean, classic theatre magic where the hat and cane lifted mm. up and then he came out and grabbed them and all of, the, all of a sudden you can see him. came out so quick. Yeah, I, I don't know. A lot just felt like wasn't thought out enough. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to be so negative on it, um, but when you're paying that much to see a show, yeah. unfortunately, I can have an opinion on it. Um, but I think it will change... I think it definitely will. I think that's why we're going to go back and see definitely. it in January. And we'll, we'll obviously talk about, you know, if they did make any changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was your kind of view on the Oompa Loompas being kind of like cyber? I, I'm going to say I hated the Oompa Loompas. Oh, really? I really hated them. Um, there was a few issues as well. I know we know a few people in it who are swinging and I don't know if it was them specifically but uh in a certain a few certain scenes the umpa lumpers had different costumes on oh really when i knew i know they weren't supposed to yeah because maybe they hadn't sorted out them for people who were wearing them which is like why not you've had it's been open for yeah. a while um i just found them a bit like a bit a bit person personless like there was no there was no personality to them really other than them basically being robots yeah which they're not robots i thought it was a bit random yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know whose choice it, that was. I think there was like a rumor going around that they were meant to be puppets. I don't oh. know where that rumor came from. Um, so when they kind of came out as like robots, I was like, "That's so random." Yeah, because in um, in London, they were really cool. The way they made them look small was like <clears throat> some people would have costumes on where they looked as if it was two umpa on top of each other, like, sitting on each other's shoulders. Yeah. So it was, like, human height. Or uh, there was there's one dance where they're wearing, like, insanely high platform shoes. Yes, so I've the, seen that Yeah, clip. so the actor's shoes look like they... Basically, they, they wear them up to their knees, basically. Yeah. So they did them in really inventive ways, uh, whereas there was nothing unique about the umpa Because it is the whole point of, like, an umpa is that they're, like, tiny. They are small. That's, that's yeah. it. That's, you know, they're in... Um, in the Gene Wilder version, they've got orange skin, green, green hair, hair, wear brown and white dungarees. That's so, so specific. Yeah. Uh, in the Johnny Depp one, they're all very small and played by the same actor, so yeah. all identical. I love that. It's so it? random, but I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just, like, so specific. It's so oddly specific when you think of an Umpa Lumpa. Yeah. That was not an Umpa Lumpa. That was a Cyberman. Yeah. You know, disappointed. It, weird. I mean, I liked it when they kind of dance they look quite cool but mm-hmm. that was kind of it i didn't really appreciate the choreography either um yeah i thought it was it wasn't really giving anything um related to the story or something that i was like oh yes yeah. that, i can see why they've done that um yeah and also this was quite an interesting one when they were singing it felt very musical theater chorus ensemble singing which i thought would the umpa sound like that yeah, whereas, mm. like, the character voices, yes, you mean? Yes, exactly that. And there wasn't any. It just sounded like a choir. Yeah. I think there is... This show is impossible to do. There is so many elements to get right. I know. And I feel like because this, the story is a bit... Like, the songs aren't great. Mm-hmm. You've got to do something with the costumes. You've got to do a lot with the set. You've got to make it magical yeah. for people to stay engaged. Yeah. And it's just so hard to do. Yeah. I think you've really, really got to think outside the box. Definitely. Um, And I could see times when they tried to do that. But with that, especially... It also weirdly comes down to who the show is for. Yeah. 
I, I, I obviously massive firm believer in that theatre should be accessible. Yeah. But with um, with a a Christmas show at Leeds Playhouse, which is mainly going to be targeted to uh people in Leeds, local people, it's the same wherever you go, wherever you put on a Christmas yeah. show, it's for the people there. It's not for a West End theatre like critic audience if you know what I mean like when you put a show on in the West End people who are going there are coming from all over the world to yeah. and, and, and are very interested in theatre obviously I'm not saying the people in Leeds aren't interested in theatre but they're going there because it's a Christmas show that they're yeah. going to go and see with their family yeah. so you're going to get a different type of, type of audience so it kind of means you can you sh- should be thinking about doing different things Yeah, I think because we were talking to one of our teachers who was um very in, engaged with the Leeds Playhouse and was saying about how the the Christmas show will make a lot of money for the rest of the run. Um, yeah. So you really have to make it appeal to everyone. I know. Um, and there was a lot, even like a lot of the, the songs and stuff, I didn't know what they were saying. I couldn't understand the words. So if, if a child is listening to that, they're yeah. not going to have a clue. The songs weren't catchy <laughs> at all because they took Juicy out of it. Uh-huh. I don't know what the reason was for that. But... The song they did have in it was What's juicy, but a, like, a less catchy version. Yeah, and not as good. Um, really. Oh, can we mention the um, the Violet Beauregard uh, yoga ball? That was <laughs> I really I I'm really sorry, but that's not acceptable it on a stage. It was so funny because she started like blowing up, and I was like, oh my god, the most iconic bit is about to happen, and she mm-hmm. ran off stage. Like she's gonna come back on. She's gonna be even bigger. She's gonna be like it's gonna be unreal. They're gonna do something really cool, and they threw this ball on it was a ball basically looked like it's been covered in a pair of purple tights yes that they tied at the end and put some ballet shoes on she's not a ballerina <laughs> then they had two arms sticking out the sides that looked like the you know when you tie a balloon yeah the end of that like the <gasps> knot with a bit of the end yeah. and then they had a a, like a basically an a4 printout of her yeah. face inside a pair of purple tights on the top with some black wool on it. Yeah, it looked like something you could buy online. Like, and you know, there's like adverts that. you get on like Instagram, like, yes. put your face on yes. my doll. Like- and then that's an, that was an arts and, crafts, arts and crafts project, like, surely. And then that was just kind of like rolling around the stage. I know. It was. It, and people I think, were laughing. I was, but I think I was laughing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, uh, it, that's the thing. That was that, my favorite song, though. I think. Yeah. It's it's who's watching the show. Yeah. Because are we just being overly critical because we know theatre, or that's are people, what I mean. or are people going to see the show and think that's so funny that Violet just came on as a yoga ball? Yeah. Whereas we're thinking, how on earth? Yeah. They, are they presenting that? Because I, I did say to like, because obviously I work there, like my manager, like. We are theatre critics, like, me and my friends. Mm-hmm. We, you know, theatre is our life. We are going to be, like, strict. But, like, the audience members coming out were liking it, so... That's the thing, I felt if like... they uh, like it, yeah. then... I felt ridiculously critical. But then, yeah. I, you know, we have seen a lot of incredibly good theatre. Yeah. You know. And I think it has been hyped up for a while. Um, like, it's always constantly on What's On Stage website... And I think I just wanted it to be so good because it's a production right next door to us. It's exactly, and it was it was so like famous on in theatre land, mm-hmm. and like loads of people were coming up to see it, like theatre big theatre critics. And I just wanted it to be so good for that reason. I know. I, I, it really disappointed me. I felt kind of upset. I was like, this is one of the biggest things recently that's come from Leeds. Yeah. It should be good. Yeah. Um, and when you think I paid 
like a similar amount to go and see Cabaret in London. Yeah. Of what they're charging. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> you know? Like, obviously, that's the bottom end of Cabaret, top end of this. But yeah. <clears throat> it still puts the question. Definitely. You know. But I think um, there the were, you know, good yes. parts. Like, I loved... Yeah, we talk about some good things. I, I loved, you know... I thought Veruca Salt was really good actress. I yeah. love that little dance she did in her, like, when she was dead angry. Yes. I, I, and she's a little ballet scene. I quite enjoyed that. I think her and her dad had, like, good chemistry. And I think all the parents are great. Mm-hmm. Augustus Gloop was really good. Yeah. Great view- voice. Um, yeah, I thought all the, the kids were good. I thought all the actors were great. But the the show let them down agreed there was just so much more potential to do something great and unfortunately i think potentially they bit off more than they could chew yeah with a show like this such a grand show which in the past hasn't necessarily been that successful yeah um but i i hold my hat up to them they they did give it their best and they have they have done quite a few really good things and it can only go up from here definitely definitely so we'll have to re-review. Yeah, we'll go back in like January. Um, I think as well, we're going to try and get some giveaway tickets. Yes, we would like to do a giveaway. Um, keep an eye on the Instagram um, and we'll let you know. Um, Instagram is, as always, the It Podcast with a double T. Uh, same with Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll keep an eye out on that. But we're going to go back and we're going to yeah, see if it's changed. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so nice to talk about those two two things that have been kind of quite big on our podcast recently yeah, we definitely. Me- mentioned them quite a lot um and the news is looking pretty fun this week yeah definitely yeah so oh it was the light in the piazza concert tonight oh was it? i wonder how that went well why don't we to end the podcast do the light as in piazza as our musical yeah <laughs> what's the musical the light in the piazza yeah why oh well, why don't we, to like end our podcast, have the light in the piazza as our I would love musical that. of the week. Musical of the week, absolutely. And I ain't going to lie, the only song I know is the light in the piazza. Well, we'll have that one. We'll have that we one. Uh-huh. I tried to learn that as like one of my rep songs. It's lovely. So. <laughs> okay, I'll complete the other two. Yeah, you complete the other two. Um, I'm going to put Say It Somehow, okay. which is the first song from that show I, yes. I ever listened to and I listened to it non-stop absolutely gorgeous it's a duet between the between clara and fabrizio fabrizio's italian clara's italian um, american sorry <laughs> they can't really speak to each other that well so she Aww. says um like show me say you love me in a different way trace it on my hand you know write it on my skin something. yeah it's lovely Aww. so that one and then also i'm gonna put the beauty is okay which is essentially clara's i want song and she's singing it through the streets of Italy. I'm a stranger here, but I feel so at home. It's absolutely gorgeous. The entire thing, even the overture, you just yeah. you get chills. So those ones, absolutely give that a listen. We'll, we Fabulous. shall add that to our podcast on Spotify, which you find in our link tree. Yes, just in our Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Get on there, get looking. Yes, but thanks again for listening. Yes. Glad to be back and back on top four, <laughs> of course. Um, but as always, I've been Ben. And I've been Maya. And this has been the It, it Takes, Takes Two, Two podcast. podcast.